0: Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini podcast series featuring the Magid of Melbourne Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Magid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Magid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. When a person makes a donation to a shul, to a Beit Midrash, or to any other public building, is that person allowed to ask that the name of the donor appear on the building? It would seem that if we look at the Torah, when they built the tabernacle, the Mishkan, it says that people brought all types of items gold silver copper and lots of other things and yet it doesn't seem to say that on all those items it said this gold was was kindly donated by in loving memory of so it would seem at first blush that we shouldn't have our names on all things that we donate yet There appears to be many examples already in the Bible of having people's names on items donated. In fact, in the book of Ezra, describing the return to Zion, in the section of Nehemiah chapter 3, we read how people donated various sections of the rebuilt wall of Jerusalem and the text describes and lists the names of every person who gave money similarly in the mishnah we have various references to people who made donations for example heleni the mother of the king monbaz she donated a golden chandelier which was hung at the entrance to the temple and nicanor he donated the doors to the temple and the truth is that our sages understood that it's all right to be asked to ask that our names be remembered forever for example the sages describe how the Queen, how Queen Esther asked them, le dorot. She wanted to be remembered for generations. And Rashi explains exactly what Esther was requesting. Rashi says that she was asking for two things. One, that there should be a festival, the festival of Purim, that will be observed for many generations. But she was also requesting that her name be remembered. There's an interesting passage in the Ramban, the 12th century Bible commentator. He notes that it says, Every person who waived a donation of gold to God. And the Ramban, Nachmanides, notes that uh, even though there was more silver and copper, Given than there was gold, nevertheless, with the gold that was waved for everybody to see, and the uh, Ramban explains that this was the person who was giving the donation waved the gold to show everybody what that person was giving, or perhaps it was the recipients who were waving the gold to show everybody and to praise the person who had made the donation. Indeed, following these sources, the Rashba in the 13th century wrote in a responsum that indeed we're allowed to write our names on our donations, and he says that this is the custom and this is a clever thing to do because not only are we acknowledging the mitzvah and the kindness of someone who has made a donation, but it's also following the ways of the Torah, and in that we're acknowledging this kindness, and therefore he says that this is appropriate. And this opinion of the Rashba is cited, it's cited by the Ramah and by other authorities, that indeed we can have plaques that say, what things were kindly donated. I should acknowledge that there are other opinions. For example, Ravelé Eliezer Memes, in his book, The Year Aim, he writes that someone who gives a donation should not be boastful about that donation. And he even says in harsh terms that a person who uh, gloats over his donations loses the reward, and may even be punished by heaven for gloating. And that opinion of Rebbe Eliezer Mehmetz, which is cited in his book, The Year Aim, is uh, brought by Rav Yosef Karo in his Beit Yosef. So what are we going to do here in Surah Hadassah? Are we going to acknowledge donors? Or will we not have any plaques? On one hand, modesty is a great attribute. And the prophet Micha has a lovely verse. adam matov, Hashem d'oresh mimcha. It has been told to you, O people, what's good and what God demands of you. Ki im asot mishpat, to do justice, and love kindness, im and to walk humbly with your God. I can tell you that these words of the Prophet Micha are words that I aspire to on a personal level, and for our community, that it should be part of our identity. To do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. On the other hand, as we noted, most authorities seem that it's allowed to, we're allowed to acknowledge donors. And there's even something nice about expressing our gratitude, which may also encourage other people to give donations. So, what we're going to do in our community is We're going to uh, have a wall in the entry, in the foyer, and on that wall we'll acknowledge all the people who have made donations, each person, then the name and what they've donated. But within the actual sanctuary, there we won't have names all over so that on one hand, we're expressing our gratitude. On the other hand, we're striving to walk humbly with God. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the meet Drush. Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.